Assalamu alaikum, day 27 of the Ramadan series on Tazkiyah. Let's begin. Jannatu anna tajri min tahtiyan anhaari khalidina fiha thalika jazao man tazakka. Garnered the blessing and disgrace of flowing streams and there he will stay. Such is the reward of those who purify themselves. Surah Taha, verse 76. And that's the whole aim of this Ramadan series is to learn about Tazkiyah, about purifying ourselves. So that we can get those gardens of blessings, insha'Allah. So Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. So in addition to fear and love, which we covered yesterday and the day before, modesty is another important aspect to have in developing our relationship with Allah. The Prophet passed by a man from the Ansar who was admonishing his brother about modesty. And the Prophet said, let him be, for modesty is part of faith. And when we're talking about it in terms of modesty in our relationship with Allah, we have this other hadith where the Prophet said, among the early prophetic teachings that have reached is this, reached people is this. If you do not have haya, modesty, or feeling shame, do what you wish. So in other words, being modest in relation to Allah can prevent you from committing any evil intent or evil deeds. You're conscious that Allah is watching. And you are shy to even act in, the, in an incorrect, incorrect way. And a way we can truly feel shy of Allah is by focusing on his names and attributes and reflecting on their true meanings. For example... O humanity, be mindful of your Lord who created you from a single soul and from it he created its mate. And through both he spread countless men and women. And be mindful of Allah, in whose name you appeal to one another, and honor family ties. Surely, Allah is ever watchful over you. Surah An-Nisa, verse 77. So in this verse, we have the name of Allah, Ar-Raqib, the watchful. And so by learning about this name, we're making ourselves aware that Allah is watching us. Watching over us, but also watching us. Watching our every move, watching our deeds, our actions, our intentions. And so this makes us conscious of our own conduct and how we act throughout our days. We also have this other verse. Allah even knows the sly glances of the eyes and whatever the hearts conceal. Surah Ghafir, verse 19. So here we can say that Allah is al-basir, the all-seeing. And we understand that through this verse, Allah is all around. Allah is always with us. He is seeing us. He's watching us. We also have this other verse. see that Allah knows whatever is in the heavens and whatever is on the earth. If three converse privately, 
he is their fourth. If five, he is their sixth. Whether fewer or more, he is with them wherever they may be. Then on the day of judgment, he will inform them of what they have done. Surely Allah has perfect knowledge of all things. Surah Al-Mujadila, verse 7. So again, <laughs> this verse reminds us that Allah is a Samia, the all-hearing. If we're in a conversation with two people or with someone and we think like it's private so we can talk about people or that sort of thing, no, Allah is the third or fourth person per se that is listening in. And whether we speak it privately or publicly. And so this reminds us to be shy of Allah by remembering to only speak kindly, to use kind words, to be polite, and not to gossip or backbite. Another reason we should be shy of Allah is because we are like a drop in the ocean, like a fly in this world. And there's this parable, if you I'm sure many of you have heard of it, where a fly was sitting on the bull's horn and the fly was like to the bull, hey, you know, if I'm taking up too much space or if I'm too heavy for you, I can just move to another position or fly away. And the bull's like, uh, I didn't even notice you were there. And so this reminds us that we are like that in the universe. Like, we're just that fly on a bull's horn. Mountains are higher than us. They're bigger than us. God is greater than us. But sometimes we forget that. And we walk around arrogantly, thinking that we're better than other people because we have this and this or any other reason. And so that's why we should be modest in front of Allah's power and glory. We should reflect on Allah's blessings and how everything we have has been granted to us by Allah. And Allah can take it away as simply as he has given it to us. For example, if we donate money in Allah's sake, in Allah's cause, then it's only because Allah has granted us the means and that money in the first place to do that. And we should be grateful for that. So a few ways we can develop our modesty is, again, by reflecting on some of Allah's names and attributes, understanding them, by reflecting on the Quran and Ahadith. And so, therefore, modesty is quite a, an important virtue to have. Salman al-Farisi reported that the Prophet wasallam said, Verily, Allah is conscientious and generous. He would be shy when a man raises his hands to him to turn them away empty and disappointed. Just like Allah would be shy to turn away our sincere prayers, we should be shy of Allah to ensure that we are not acting in a way that displeases him. So today's moment to reflect is, think about your blessings. How many times have you attributed them to your own self? How many times have you said, it's because of me, me, me. Change that. Realize that it's all because of Allah. Think about the times you thought maybe no one was watching when you were doing some sort of action or intention. Reflect on Allah's attributes and become modest of Allah and shy of Allah. Realize that Allah is always there. Now for dua. Allahumma inni as'aluka al-huda wal-tuqa wal-afaf wal-ghayna. Oh Allah, I ask you for guidance, piety, chastity, and influence. Amin. As always, anything incorrect is for myself, and all good is from Allah. So forgive me for my shortcomings. Alhamdulillah, subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika, shadu an la ilaha illa ant, astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.